Welcome to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast, a place for self-healers and music lovers. I'm Hannah Francis, your host. I'm a singer-songwriter who is obsessed with self-help because it works, and I'm certain that the answers to life's big questions lie within each of us, and on this podcast, we search for these answers, sometimes by analyzing songs, sometimes by discussing songwriting and self-help. It's all related. It's all related. So today we're going to be talking about my three top songwriting tools. I'm going to share with you, for me, the three things that come to mind immediately that really have been moving the needle for me with my songwriting, providing inspiration, providing structure, making decisions on my behalf. (laughs) There's a lot of different ways that you can uh, engage with songwriting. There's a lot of different places where you can start. So it's all up to you how you put the tools together. You know what? Actually, last night I did my first song workshop and it was the most fun ever. And actually, these tools all correspond with stuff that we covered in the workshop, of course, because... It was a song and songwriting workshop, and today I'm sharing my favorite songwriting tools. So I think some of them might surprise you. Some of them are very obvious, Um, but before we get into that, I just want to mention that the day this episode comes out, Thursday, April 7th, I have a free concert on Zoom. So you have to go to my website really quickly, or you can DM me on Instagram to send you the link if you want. Um, I'm so excited and I'm going to show up 30 minutes early. We're going to hang out and just have a happy hour and get to know each other. We'll have, everyone will have mics on. And then at the start time of the concert, then I'll start the concert and I cannot wait. It was so much fun last time, but now I actually kind of know what to expect. <laughs> it's weird doing a concert on Zoom. That's not how they were, how concerts normally are. They are normally not on Zoom, but lately, but I actually really loved it because people from around the world could be there. You know, someone in California and Sweden and Florida and you know, wherever else, like Asia. Yeah. I mean, you can, yeah, it's just so cool. You could only do that with zoom as far as I know, or on the internet somehow. So join us for that and keep an eye out for the next one. I'm going to be doing this every single month, doing a free concert on zoom. So just get on my email list and at selfhelpsongwriter.com and you'll be notified with all the things And next week I have a song circle coming up. My favorite thing, it's five women and we gather together and I lead you through some different exercises and including some that we will discuss in this episode. And then I will write a song based on our discussion. So it's just the best. The theme this month is disappointment. (laughs) 
or the bitter soil. We're going to, it's going to be a really optimistic session though, actually. So if you know me, that's, you know that. Okay. So let's get into the episode. Number one tool for songwriting is probably obvious, but the rhyming dictionary. Rhyme Zone, I think it's rhymezone.com or rhyme zone something is such a great tool because if I like to rhyme in my songs, you don't always need to, but this is a tool that I bring in when the inspiration has stalled a little bit. I love looking it up and they even have an option where you can look up words that almost rhyme. So that's really handy. And then you can just look at the list of words that rhyme or almost rhyme and see which ones make sense for your song. Because sometimes your brain is just not going to think of words, but the word is there. And there's a reason that you used the word that it rhymes with because it's leading there. So that's the place where you're going to find it quicker besides your brain. Because, you know, at least in my case, that can be slow. So a little bit of a turtle in the hair situation with my with my mind and my uh, intentions. <laughs> Tool number two, journaling. I love journaling and sometimes I'm a little bit resistant to it, but journaling also in this list represents anything that will get you in touch with yourself. Anything that will allow you to feel comfortable being honest with yourself There might be somebody in your life that you can talk to that brings that out in you. So in your case, then do that. But I would really encourage you to journal because looking at your thoughts, looking at how you feel, having it outside of you makes it so much easier to be a little bit more objective about it. And then when you can be a little bit more objective about it, it's a lot easier to be honest with yourself. So just that honesty is so important when you're creating art, I think. Well, if you're going to create anything good, I think then you gotta, you gotta really tear down all of the walls of bullshit inside yourself. (laughs) Isn't that a Rumi quote? (laughs) That's my interpretation of a Rumi quote. Um, Yeah. Don't find love, just find all the barriers to you within it or something like that is the original one. Okay. Anyway. If you're into self-help, you probably know that quote because it's like, anyway, I love to journal and you can journal for different purposes. You don't need to just sit down and be like, I don't know what I'm doing. You can sit down and be like, I do this and think about a specific subject and journal around that. Just anything. There are a lot of good YouTubers who have really nice journaling prompts if you are looking for that. So it's just something you can easily Google, 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 Google. It's such a fun word to say. Can we don't talk about that enough? Google. I'm so glad that we need to say it as often as we do, because it is so much fun for my mouth and coming out of it. Oh, love it. (laughs) Google, Google, love words. (laughs) That was one of the exercises we did in the, (laughs) in the workshop yesterday was I had everyone write down, just free write a bunch of their favorite words. And it's like such a fun exercise. You'll surprise yourself with, Oh, I really like this word. It's just certain ones. So just keep your mind open, keep your ears open throughout your day. If you hear, Oh, I like that word. 
certain words are out there and they're just hidden in plain sight, being super fun. And we're just saying them like they're normal to say, but they're not, they're fun to say. So let's, let's take advantage of that. We need all the fun we can get. All right. Okay. So that's journaling tool number two, quite obvious. And I think for a lot of songwriters, that's how songwriting starts is just from journaling. And then maybe you notice that it rhymes. That's kind of, sometimes I like write songs by accident. I'm like, oh, that rhymes. That's cool. (laughs) And sometimes it doesn't turn into a song most of the time, but sometimes it rhymes anyway. And it, it's very, I find it pleasing. I, I enjoy that. So tool number three, other songs, listen to music. Just listen to music. If you are stuck with songwriting or if you want to write a song, listen to a bunch of good songs. And this is also can be a placeholder for anything that will bring you inspiration. You can go look at artwork, maybe look if there's a particular tree that you like, just anything that will bring you inspiration. But for me, I think I always recommend to listen to music that you love um, or just music in general, maybe music that you wouldn't even normally listen to. I think folk music can be really great, like the more indigenous music of whichever country that you are from. That can be really nice. Um, Anything, I think that just the the notes. I mean, there's so much power in music. We know this. That's why we're here. Right. So I think just if you're looking for inspiration with music, like it's right there, like the answer is in the question, like music, freaking music. And even using, using another song to write a song. That's how I wrote Inhale, Exhale is from those, I stole the chords from one of my favorite songs, but it wasn't on purpose. I was just playing the chords and just words just flew out of me that fit perfectly on top. So that's how Inhale, Exhale came about is from directly from playing another song basically. And then I just and then you kind of get into a trance state. So that's the really fun part of this. If you take this approach is to listen to a bunch of songs or play one song, whatever, engage with a song and then let there be space and then leave a void. See if anything fills the void, but stay, keep the vibe, keep the vibe of music, but like silence. See what happens. Maybe hum a little. See where you're drawn. Just play with that. That can be really fun. I think that there's there's something to that where songs like call their friends. They're like, oh, this chick likes songs. Like, come on, song friends. Let's go hang out with this chick who really likes us. And then even some songs come that haven't been recorded yet. And so they just come hang out near you in that vicinity. Um, (laughs) I don't know if you guys are like spiritual or like into energy, but I, that's how I think of songs is like very energy based. So yeah, anything to get you inspired, anything, but to me, obviously music would be that thing. (laughs) Good. So 
Tool number four, this is the last tool I'm going to talk about today. And this is the little bit of a wild card, pun intended, because the tool is tarot cards. Yes, I use tarot cards with my songwriting. Yeah, I think I just love anything that you can use as a jumping off point to like stimulate your intuition or to give you kind of a hint or give you a mirror to reflect on. Um, Because even if there's a card like the devil, I'm like, okay, cool. Like, mm. It could be anything. Just it's something. It's an energy that is you draw it and you're like, okay, this. Hmm. If you know the story of tarot and if you know the symbols, and even if you don't, just literally anything that you can shuffle and that will mean something to you with looking at it symbolically, I would highly suggest that. I love tarot cards. So for just as a really concrete example, um, a song session I had a few weeks ago, I was a little bit stuck with the melody. I had all the words. I was like, perfect. Know it all. It was just words. And I kind of knew the vibe, but I wasn't sure. I played it in a few different versions. Um, with the melody. I wasn't sure how many chords I wasn't sure, you know, do I do it four chords or just three or like three and like stay on one longer anyway, or how to, how to pace it either. So I pulled a two of pentacles. I didn't do that on purpose, but I pulled a card and it ended up being the two of pentacles, which is a guy on the deck that I have. It's like a guy with two giant coins, like, like this, like with his hands out, like, uh, like weighing it out in front of him. So it's two things. So to me, that meant two chords, keep it simple, two chords. That's what I, I just took it very literally two things, two chords. So that's just a very concrete example of how that helped me. And then it ended up being perfect for the song. It really anchored it in. It didn't need any more than that. Um, So that was, oh, it's just such anything that can kind of answer a question for you, even a magic eight ball, (laughs) honestly, just something where you can look to it and see something that you can react to. But I really do. I really do like tarot cards. You guys, I really do. It's, I find it fascinating. Anything about archetypes or anything about like hero's journey or, you know, the fool's journey. I'm just such a nerd. I love it so much. And especially I love the ethereal, like the kind of mysticism also behind it. But I, I took a course from a woman named Kate Van Horn and she teaches tarot in such a grounded way where it's really more of a jumping off point to, to your own. It's more of an access point to your own intuition. That's mainly what it is. And, uh, but the, yeah, but there's more to it than that, of course, when you get really deep into it, but I'm, I'm not there yet, but, uh, maybe I'll get there. So I hope that you enjoyed today's episode of my four favorite self. I almost said self-help, but my four favorite songwriting tools, also self-help tools, actually, actually. Yeah. Except for the rhyming dictionary. <laughs> these overlap with my self-help tools as well. Journaling, listening to music, and tarot cards. 
So I would encourage you to use any of these if you would like to get started or if you're just kind of stuck in the middle of your songwriting process and let me know how it goes. And I would love to hear if you have any reactions to these tools or if you have any different ones that you would like to share with me. I need as many as possible. So hit me. You can find me on Instagram at selfhelpsongwriter, on the internet at selfhelpsongwriter.com. Come to my free Zoom concert tonight and come to my song circle next week, but get the tickets quickly because there are only a few spots. And actually one is going in a giveaway, which is currently happening and it ends tomorrow. So if you're listening to this episode, the day it comes out, you're in luck. You have another day to join the giveaway. And if you missed the giveaway, just send me a DM and I might, uh, I might send you a little present, you know, because I feel bad for you to miss it. So thank you so much for joining me. I cannot wait for next week. Let's see what happens and I'll talk to you next time. Thank you for listening to the Self-Help Songwriter Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave it a five-star rating and review to let me know what you liked about it. If there's any takeaways or just anything that really resonated with you, I would love to hear that. Um, I appreciate you spending your time with me today. I don't take your time for granted at all. And if you want to spend some more time together, you can find me over on Instagram. I'm at self-help songwriter and YouTube also self-help songwriter. And I also hang out on YouTube on my other channel where I'll teach you simple Balkan folk dances. That channel is called Balkan Folk Dance for Beginners. I'm leaving links to everything I'm mentioning in the show notes and check out my website, selfhelpsongwriter.com where I can, you can book a time with me and I will write a song specifically for you, a self-help song just for you. It's, it's just the most fun process ever. So if you're interested in that, definitely check that out. Thank you so much for listening. I, like I said, I really don't take your time for granted. And I really hope that until next time that you really fully and truly enjoy your life. The power of music, we're learning how to use it now. Self-help songwriters. It's hard to be human, but songs can help you heal yourself. Self-help.